Welcome back to your P Podcast, people. Back again this week. I'm um, joined by the first time co-host, Joey Wilson's on. How you doing, mate? <laughs> no, mate. Thank you for having me. Uh, mate, thank you for coming on. I was especially saying it's been a bit of a good persuasion for me yeah, to get you on say, here. You definitely used your salesman oh, 100%. to uh, get me to come on here. It's but... took months, but uh... <laughs> no, it's good to be on. Good to be mate, on. very happy to go on. And we've got a big guest this week. Um, he's a kickboxing world champion. Dan Wigglesworth, mate. How you doing, mate? Yeah, okay. Not too bad, though, are we? You okay? Yeah, good, mate. Thanks for coming down all the way from Liverpool. Appreciate it. No problem. Well, um, so I suppose we could kind of dive straight into it. So, do you want to kind of explain sort of what the discipline your kickboxing sort of is? Cause it's slightly different, isn't it, to your traditional? Yeah, it's sort of sport kickboxing. Um, sort of, I do sort of two different styles. So, it's uh, freestyle kickboxing, sort of an evolution on uh, karate. Um, mm-hmm. So, it's a points-based system. And then continuous sport kickboxing um, which is like more towards your traditional yeah. sort of kickboxing style but all above the waist no leg kicks um, yeah just boot beat just boot beat for a living it's funny quite nicely so how, how long have you kind of been doing it for then is it just whole life uh, or yeah uh, started when six seven something like that so very young how do you get into kickboxing? It's, it's, it's one of them things. Like, just something that you. I don't know, no, say, it's fell it's into. Just quite like, a funny story, actually. Obviously, Jared knows me pretty well and uh, knows how competitive I am. <laughs> um, so I, uh, I was in primary school. I was six or seven, like I say, and one of my mates at the time did kickboxing, and he used to come into school. You know, like the show and tell with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I've yet he used to, he did kickboxing and he used to come in with them all the time. And I think I turned around to him one day and said, well, I beat you with that. Mental because you were you kind of won a lot of championships, aren't you? So was it all through kind of like your junior levels? Yeah, so yeah, I've won uh so I, I sort of won a lot of national uh, titles started competing across the world as a junior um, won well, three junior world titles um, and now yeah, four senior world titles man. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's so it's casual it's it? casual I think you know your most recent one was just back end of last year yeah uh, so that was October, in Ireland October yeah in Ireland yeah yes uh, over in uh, Killarney it was supposed to be Dublin but uh, the I've fought in to like huge hotel in Dublin City West Hotel fought there a good few times um, but they, it was supposed to be there and then the hotel is housing Ukrainian refugees apparently okay. so it got moved to uh, Kalani but yeah so. probably that going on in the world didn't it because like I say we know each other quite well we went to uni together yeah um, unfortunately I had to spend <laughs> two and a half years with you um, but First year of uni, you went over to America for the yeah, World Championships, Florida, didn't you? Florida, yeah. Um, so, that's mental. So that's it's literally like a holiday. Like that's just a holiday, but you're going out there for one purpose, aren't you, to yeah, win? Yeah. So unfortunately, it's not a holiday. Like, <laughs> um, pretty much just see four walls while you're there. Just constantly in the gym. Just constantly. You're, uh, you're either in the hotel or you're in the fighting arena. So it's, you know, it's it sounds. So sort of when you, when you, when you say, <laughs> when you say yeah. obviously I've forced like a few different places in Europe, America, all over the place. Everyone's always says, "Oh, sounds great." So 
getting to see the world, not that, and you're not. No. You <laughs> literally might, might as well be in this room here. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, do you not book some time out after the competition as well? Sometimes, kind of... if you go on long haul, so if you're going to like Florida, for example, I stayed for like two, three days after. But normally, to be honest with you, because you do like a sort of however long training camp building up for it, then you compete while you're there. And it sort of all just catches up to you, and you're just absolutely exhausted. Completely like last when I was last fighting over in America in Florida, we stayed two, three days after, and we'd booked like a couple of the theme parks, obviously in Florida, because we were in Florida, and we went to Universal Studios, and I ended up going back to the hotel early. I had to leave because I was just just cream cracking. I, like, I just wanted to go to bed. I remember Paddy, I watched um, Paddy Valley, which is not sort of the same as you, but obviously he's in MMA. But I remember he, when he said on the podcast, it was like, oh yeah, whenever I'm fighting, I just go home and sleep, sleep yeah. constantly. He said, it's just like, I can't be asked to goose my bird. And I was like, <laughs> is that the most scout thing you ever heard? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, with you moving into like sort of the kickboxing and the world championships, so is it only one person from each country gets to go, or is it like an open no, event? How does it work? three from each country uh, can go so it's uh, obviously every country has a different qualification system in this because co- obviously you've got bigger countries to yeah. us you know mm-hmm. so like I think over in America they have like regional qualifiers and if you win the regional qualifiers you can then go on to sort of the next stage and everyone has sort of a different system but over here it's just done on the national championships so the national championships is held it's in March this year it's early in the year Um top th- if you come top three in the national championships you qualify to go and then you've got to go to like squad sessions and stuff England squad sessions and then you sure to go over them and compete so how does it work then because obviously you're saying that the scoring is like a point based system is yeah. it like a point based system to qualify as well or is it yeah, just it's the same semis? rule so it's, it's just a national competition um, like I say there's two different styles there's the point style which is sort of like two three shots clean contact the fight stops you get a point it's like one point for any sort of punch uh, one point for a kick to the body two points for a kick to the head three points for a jumping kick to the head jumping kick to the head <laughs> I bet yeah. yeah I bet you got some highlight reels somewhere <laughs> aren't you <laughs> so yeah um, there's that and then the uh, other style which is a continuous is on a 10-9 system so just same yeah. sort of scoring as boxing um and that's obviously done in rounds um, so it's all tournament based sort of like amateur, to amateur boxing is yeah. tournament yeah, yeah. based it's the same as amateur sport so say there's 12 people in the weight division it's done in the tournaments like knockout rounds so if you get beat you're done that's mm-hmm. if you win you advance to the next round and it goes on then the top three in the nationals can then go on to fight that's quite a, a brutal knockout system, isn't it? Yeah, like, yeah you, you, know, you go through all this time, you yeah. train, you, you diet, everything, yeah. and then you... It's a whole year, isn't it? It's a whole year, you're like... Because it's tournament-based as well, the short fights, so like over at the World Championships, the two round, two two-minute round fights. That's, that's Four minutes? Yeah. So Jesus. Because, because you could have like... You could okay, have, like, you could have like five, six fights in a day. Oh, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So oh, that, I was going to say that was my next question. Is that like in one day? Yeah, well, the oh, over maybe. there, it's um, it's like set days. So you have like the eliminations one day, and then like you fight more as the days go on. Like, well, you fight less technically, um, but you could technically go over there. You could fly to America to fight and have one, two, two minute fights, and you're done. 
That's mental, isn't it? So yeah, like, like, like the way it is. It but could just all go wrong. Yeah, it's like, all yeah, just in good. just just yeah. like that. It all yeah. goes wrong, and then that's it. Yeah, well, in, the, the, in when we were in first year of uni, so I went over to Florida to fight like we were talking about, and um, my first fight, I just wasn't switched on at all. This was in the points, like at all wasn't switched on. I was fighting a lad from Puerto Rico, and um, how niche. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think about thirty seconds into the fight, I was six 0 down. Istanbul, I was going to come out here. I just wasn't switched on at all. Luckily, I managed to bring it back. But you know, that could have been that done for me. You know, yeah, could just have in, went, in went over yeah. to Florida and. So what? Do you know, being an amateur based sport as well? Do you have to pay for all your flights and you pay for everything? Yeah. Or? Generally, you get sponsorships and stuff. Like okay, that. so it's like grants um, as well. Yeah, I, I, I generally get sponsored to go now. Um, but, yeah, a lot of people do have to pay themselves to go over there. And, yeah, it's expensive. That's bad. That's expensive. Yeah. So it's, 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 do you think there's more that could be done to help support people? Because do you think that might keep some people out of... Yeah, of like, course it does. Know, generally, to... you'll find a lot of people sort of... It's becoming more and more so... Do you, like people be high level juniors like just high level juniors that I was competing against and now they're just in full time jobs not doing it at all just really out, like just done with it because you know you get to 18, 19 or whatever or older if you've gone to uni or whatever and you've got to make money you know of course yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah. you know if you're working 40, 50 hours a week it's very you, difficult uh, knackered because you've got yeah, 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 full time yeah, job training yeah, isn't it yeah so exactly so unfortunately a lot of people end up coming out of the sport or they'll come out of the sport or they'll transition over to MMA or boxing. Or yeah, the yeah. Sports, I suppose it's know, more so. more money, isn't it, really? Yeah. Yeah. Especially especially now. So do you see a lot of people? Is it more MMA or is it more boxing you see moving to? Is it kind you of... See, you see a bit of both. Um, I'd say probably more MMA. Um, you do see both, though. But, yeah, it's, it's tough, you know. Yeah. To, but the Liverpool yeah. fight scene's massive, isn't it, at the moment? Huge, huge. Yeah, it's massive. So the MMA scene in Liverpool has yeah. just took off, it's gone through the roof. I mean, you've got like, no, Ad- you've got like Adam Cullen, you've got yeah. Paddy the Baddy, you've got yeah. Molly, yeah. and you? Like, yeah. It's so yeah. it's thriving, isn't it, at the moment? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think even as a city in itself, Liverpool's always had a quite a, yeah, a fight scene. It's always been a fight scene. Yeah, of course. Just win, didn't he, Liam? Yeah, it's always been. Yeah. 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 It's similar to Manchester though. Manchester's the same, isn't it? You know, yeah. very similar cities. You know, it's massive, but it's uh, it's good. I say that all the time, right? Because I'm I'm not gonna lie. When when these podcasts started out, it was probably forty percent scouts. <laughs> uh, we've I've had quite a lot of scouts <laughs> on here, but I I've never understood the big rivalry between it's Manchester and Liverpool. It's because you're so similar, though, isn't it? I, I yeah, we are so similar. You're so similar. You don't want to be yeah. viewed as the same. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, it's you want like to be different. It's like if you know, I don't know if you've got any siblings, but if you've got a brother, yeah, I got brother and sister. You, you clash, don't you? Yeah, of course. Because yeah. you're so similar. I think it's the same. You know, it's it's Sweet. so similar. Now, obviously, yeah. the sport comes into it as well. Yeah, yeah sport yeah, course, definitely comes into it as well. The obvious one, as well. isn't it? But you know, it's, 
I've had many of arguments with Jared. So <laughs> 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 the, the time I've known you was I'm a United fan, and you're obviously you're a Liverpool fan. So one of us had a significantly better time over the last recent years. Than well, I mean, of course, yeah, so you, you had a, you had a shit show. Blue, so <laughs> so cut that off there, there. now. <laughs> I mean, I spoke Man City, so <laughs> we're flying. High. But we're also boring to watch at the moment, so it's kind of swings yeah. around about us, really. So it's, it's one of them. Uh, but yes, yeah, speaking about being like from Liverpool, then because Scousers are notoriously known for being proud of the city, aren't they? I probably yeah. describe them as a, you're the proudest yeah. sort of thing as well. So, what's your opinion on kind of like Liverpool? Then are you a completely lover, never yeah, move away from? Love it. Yeah, well, obviously, I moved to Sheffield for three years, two and a half, three years when I was at uni, but I, I, I'm, I can't see myself living anywhere else. So <laughs> put it that way. Full time. Know, yeah. I spent all that, because I, I, so I never went to uni. Yeah. I kind of had a uni experience by going to, because obviously you in Sheffield, I'd make some for you, a couple in Liverpool, like all up and down the country, but I never kind of got that moving away. So, does that make you love Liverpool more because you spent time in Sheffield and kind of lived there for a few years? I think so, yeah. I think so. It's hard to say, really, because I loved it when I went. You yeah, know, and of course. I loved it yeah. when I came back the same, you know. But I think you used to look forward to going home, you know, for the odd weekend. Or you know, I don't think, obviously, you've both visited Liverpool. It's we have. very different, you know. Oh, I love Liverpool. Yeah, yeah, it's a great city, Liverpool. It's a fantastic city, as much as I like to have a joke about it. It's always nice to joke about it. But loads of stuff to do. It is a great yeah, city. A great tourist place, everything. I always say, anyone that you talk to that's been to Liverpool, that's obviously from elsewhere. They love it, you know. Anyone who goes, yeah, of course. I think a lot of people have like a sort of pre, before they visited opinion of the place, and when they go and see it, it's very different to how they'd imagine it. It's wrong, yeah. P- yeah people from people who people just generally sound. Yeah. Uh, uh, the thing I like most about sort of like your northern traditional cities. You can have a joke, can't you? Yeah. Like you if, yeah. As soon as you hear Mank accent, you'll get a load of shit, but it's one of them. I mean, I'll say a sport sitting there like, all right, it's all right then. <laughs> as soon as you mention that, what it used to be, but obviously the rivalry is getting a bit more now, but it's never going to be to the stage of United. Sort no, of, that's not it just means everything, doesn't yeah. it? It's, yeah, of course it does. Massive. Same with like, um, like Leeds and United. Like yeah, Leeds are really saying, big on United, yeah. aren't they? I'd say like when Leeds were not, Back up in the Prem like they are nowadays, yeah. like back down in the Championship. I think we drew him in the Cup on year like United. Jermaine Bedford yeah. scored. Yeah. Scored so. a fucking great goal. Yeah. Had a scum shit yeah, all. Yeah, it's a big chat about it. Very famous chat about it. You know, everyone's just like, you know, back playing Leeds again, you know, dirty Leeds. They've always had that rivalry yeah. between you. As much as you don't like them, though, but you were glad when they came back up. See, that's the thing, because then you get to do it. I yeah, mean, we play exactly. him twice in a week, I think, yeah. this week. Yeah. That's the thing now. The last thing I want is Everton to go down. Oh, of course, yeah. I don't yeah. want them to go down at all because no derbies, you know. It's a weird derby, that, yeah. though, because like, Liverpool and Everton, it's not like a hostile derby. It's not like a Sunderland no. Newcastle. Like, you, you tend to get along quite well, don't you? Yeah, it's not. I would say it's the pride it's not, of the city. It's, they one, call it, it the friendly derby, don't they? But it's not yeah. friendly. No, I don't think it's a derby. It's, it's friendly. It, it's, it's, like, you know, it's, it's not as... Not quite as tasty as some of the others. I, I yeah, I mean, City United yeah, is tasty. It, it, it is quite tasty. I, 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 mean, I, I mean, there's not there's not many man cactus I hear in that way. And so, like, where I sit at City, I am in the south stand, so just behind the goal. You've yeah. got to, all the away fans are literally five seats away from me. 
So it's yeah. quality, but yeah. Five seats empty next year. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll get that in. Anyway. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm all right. Only empty seats, though, because I go, so yeah, I've, yeah. I've got that to fall no, back on. So, um, but it's one of them where I, all, all the City fans I know and all my mates, we all go. But when you speak to all United fans, none of them go. Yeah. Which is I, I won't be able to if I don't. Yeah, it's mental. It's, 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 it's a weird sort of... I, I couldn't yeah. not go to footy. I, I want to. Um... But well, you can't, your waiting list is like eight the, years. The waiting list is eight years, and the prices of them are pretty ridiculous now. I'll give credit to City. Your season tickets are pretty. Yeah, yeah, pretty we're reasonable. Sell them. <laughs> Makes sense. No, but, I, I want to, but it's also time commitments and stuff. Yeah, my personal. I mean, we've got a very traditional working class um, fan base. You have to keep the prices low yeah. because you just literally have to. It always has been. But it's the case of now. Like, um, did you see what, what game was it recently? Um, it was a massive, it was a m- massive uh, Premier League game. It's when Pep started kicking off an interviews because of the atmosphere was shy. Oh yeah, it was a few yeah. Ago, I can't remember yeah. what game it was, um, but it was just yeah, I think so. Yeah, and it was, was, players, yeah, wasn't and it? it was just like flat. But the prices, it was like seventy quid a ticket. Well, I yeah. saw people on Twitter saying, "Oh, there's still tickets available for City tonight," uh, and then you look at them, it's like eighty it's, quid. It's third a joke. Not not a good seat. Not no, it's shy. And, and, and uh, we're a traditional working class club. You need to. Keep prices low and that will yeah. get fans in. Like we 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 took like we sold out thirty five k forty k every single right. week in Division One in Main Road because it was dirt cheap. Yeah, that's the problem. This the obviously the club selling the tickets at a high price is obviously a big problem. But I think the bigger issue is ticket outs. Agreed. You know, yeah, yeah. To keep them yeah. Up, but they're not yeah. because I can pretty much I can get a ticket to any Liverpool game that I want really, but. You're gonna I'm going to be paying yeah. 200 quid for a it's ticket. so you know, expensive. I'll probably get to five, six games a season from like people that I know that I've got season tickets and stuff. But other than that, I can get my hands on a ticket, but that ticket's going to cost me 200 quid. Exactly. You know, and it just sets you back, doesn't it? You can't... You can't yeah. you, but it, I mean, if it's costing you like 100, 150, 200 quid, you're, not, you're only going to be able to go a couple of games yeah. a year, aren't you? Which yeah. is just a shit show. Yeah. So, But, but, but I suppose kind of like the touristy clubs are... Like, I'm not gonna lie, City Tourist Club now. We we are. Yeah. Never used to be. We we become everything we hated yeah, with United, which yeah. is so annoying. But it's, I, it's, I, it's what it comes with the territory though, doesn't it? If you yeah. start doing well, fans from around yeah, the world you, are gonna, gonna start supporting you. Yeah. You can't stop that. You know, it's it's the same with every big club in the world, isn't it? You know, with success comes more fans, and then fans aren't just gonna be. Unfortunately, then fans aren't just gonna be from where the club is. You know. Yeah. If you could get rid of one thing out of modern football, what would it, what would it be? I've got mine, and it is half and half scarves. <laughs> they are shocking, that's, that's, Why would you have a half yeah, and a half scarf? Uh, I don't, I, these these um, light shows that are happening before the game. Oh, my <laughs> fucking <laughs> God, the light shows. I saw it on Twitter, like, Twitter City tweeting out, like, get down early for the pre-game light yeah. show I went right. I have like, never se- I've never seen a light show <laughs> I'm going to stand by this so me and my mates we have never seen one light show it's become a joke in the concourse where if you have a look where the south stand is yeah. it's half empty because we're still having a pint yeah, but the mean. light shows is fucking shy <laughs> <laughs> it's awful I'd have to be diving I think oh is it diving for you I think so yeah I, I'll, I'll back that on both ways Liverpool are doing it you've got to you've got to unfortunately it's, it's the game now you know if you don't do it and the opposition are doing it you're losing out aren't you but, it's awful isn't it but uh, the game. it is awful I, I, I back that I hate diving like, I just don't get it at all like, I don't get why they think they're going to get away with it now Yeah. 
Oh uh, yeah, with especially VAR. Yeah. Yeah. Not yeah. Funny, like, you're just, like, you're literally just making yourself what look you really silly. Cameras yeah. on you at all times when you're on the pitch. Yeah. Yeah. What What would you do? Then would you just kind of give him bans or? Book them straight away. Book them straight yeah, away. Just book no- them straight away. It's the only way to get rid of it, isn't it? Because yeah. You book them straight away. They're going to be off before they know it, you know. So we've had some um, interesting divers in the past. Well, Liverpool have had Luis Suarez. <laughs> I remember the infamous <laughs> celebration, <laughs> don't you? Yeah. That, no, that <laughs> is. That was influence of uh, Moisey, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> That's got to be one of the best celebrations <laughs> I've <cool>. ever seen. <laughs> it was so topical and so great. Especially when you just stood there stood as well. There. You stood like, there like this. <laughs> Always shitty game in the press as well. It's so good. Have you got anything you, you've been out of before then? Like, some people say VAR, but I think people we see the bad side of VAR now because I think it still does have some absolute shockers. Yeah. But oh. then before we had it, we missed everything. Yeah. And like the one, the one, the big one that springs out to me is when you played Spurs in the Champions League a few years ago. Yeah. When yeah. Um, was it Sterling who equalised? Yeah. And it was it just it ruined it. Limbs. It was yeah. It was. Can I just? I had like <laughs> bruises all over my legs. It was absolute limbs when that goal went in, and then just for it to. But it was funny. I I do <laughs> I do think VAR brings out the funny side because like I'm yeah, I'm not like a big serious footy fan like some people. Some people cry over a loss. Yeah. The derby's different, but on the general, I can see yeah. the funny side. Like if we go and score a last minute winner, and then so and then they yeah, score a minute up, later. Yeah. That's funny because they're giving it bigger, and I I like being near the away fans. Cause I find it funny. Yeah. But like that was. See, awful. I think the thing with VAR is when it goes your way, you're all for it. But yeah. when As soon as yeah. it goes against you, you know it's like the other week when uh, in the derby, it's a shambolic goal. Shambles, it went for us, so I'm not yeah. going to sit here and complain. About it. It's a shambles, but it's just made me think another one I'd have to get rid of. It's the uh, linesman not putting a flag up when oh, someone's 15 metres outside. Why does the game go on for like two minutes when someone is like a distance to the end of the road with offside? <laughs> <laughs> it pisses me yeah. off. It's pointless, isn't it? Just it flag. Is and you the amount of people you see getting injured yeah. in that passage yeah. of play when it all could have been stopped two minutes ago. It's just a waste of time. It is a joke, isn't it? Like, you're just watching it like, you, it's so such an obvious thing that, to yeah. do. It, your job is to be the ref. Like, just do it. Like, just yeah. put your flag up. Yeah. It's so annoying, but yeah, with, with, with VAR, it's very hit and miss. Hit and miss it works very good in other sports. With, I was going to say, there's a lot of sports that do it a lot, lot better. Yeah. I yeah. think rugby do it reasonably better. There's they still do, some problems yeah. with rugby there, but... I think VAR's done better in the Champions League than it is in the Prem. Mm-hmm. But do you but do you think that's more because European refs are better than English refs? Could be. I really thought of it that way. Could be, but I just think it seems to use it a lot less. Yeah, you we know, do. I think it's, it's just, so involved, overused yeah. in the league. It just re referees the game in the league, doesn't it? Yeah. It doesn't seem yeah. to do that in yeah. Europe. Yeah, yeah, that's a fair point. Especially when you're looking at some of the. I think the standard officiating in the Prem is awful. It is shite. Yeah. Especially when you get you see these Champions League games, and usually they're all right. There's not a huge, there's not a lot of huge like conscientious sort of yeah. um, like instances that happen no. nowadays. But in the Prem, there's one every yeah, weekend. Yeah, I was going to say it's always a yeah. talking point. Liverpool yeah, like, get a few decisions weekend. where you're like, 
They've Liverpool have had a few fans. Yeah, Wolves, <laughs> what happened there? The camera weren't working, so they couldn't check it. Oh, in the FA Cup. Yeah. Shit yeah, show. And then you got the whole thing. And the whole thing in the cup was like, oh, if you've only got VAR at Premier League grounds. Yeah, don't, it's like, what, like, don't get that either. Stadium, yeah. point. You can't it's have one rule for one game. Agreed. One rule for another. If it's like we're playing someone in League One, just no VAR for the tie. But then it's like, if you've got two Premier League teams, do you have VAR? Yeah, you need to leave it either. Like, yeah, think, yeah, I think just scrap it completely. What's the point in having it in yeah, half yeah. a game? It was like, who was it? Uh, two years ago. And uh, Spurs played Marine. Yeah. In Crosby. And, um, Imagine VAR there. Some blokes outside the bedroom window like this yeah. with a camera. <laughs> but did you see that when they had that game? They've got Real Marines ground. They've got like numbered sheets around. Oh yeah. If the ball goes over, it lands in someone. So imagine Annie Kane knocking on someone's door. I mean he wouldn't say like that, would he? Because he he's not very good at speaking, is he Harry Kane? Let's go on it. <laughs> I right now. It's someone it's big See, brain though, that. that. No, that's it's the big thing brain. about non-league football though, it's brilliant and I love non-league league, stuff like that. Really yeah, I, I went I went to Stockport Cow yesterday, I loved it. It was just fantastic. We played against Tranmere. Yeah. So of course the fantastic. Yeah. Actual proper forty fans all there. Yeah. That's quality in it. There's quite a lot of you got loads of non-league teams oh, in around Liverpool. Liverpool is massive. You got like Marine, Bootle. Yeah. It's like yeah, actually yeah, AFC Liverpool. Prescott Cables. Mm-hmm. Even going down the league, like City of Liverpool, was that one? So I feel like they play Glasgow. City of Liverpool, yeah, they're the same league. league. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Loads of teams. Sunday league scenes, huge. I was going to say, I think mm, there's yeah. been a bit of a reinvigoration of supporting, like, not saying support your local, but like going to your local team yeah. and going down to the game. Because like, people make a day of it. It's like yeah, five exactly. to go and watch your local team. Exactly. You get a pint well, and a pint for a fiver. People yeah. can't afford 50 quid. Yeah, so it's like, oh, I want to go watch a game of footy or go yeah. down to a Sunday league it's and well. meet people and chat to people. And, and it means you can go with your mates who so you don't support the same team as you. Yeah, yeah. You Which is perfect, isn't it? Like, there's half of my mates who I've never been to footy with just because I support United. Uh, I'd love to. I mean, you can just go yeah. to like GNE, can't you? Yeah, just enjoy it there. Do you, do you think the form of like social media's like helped yeah. invigorate? Uh, I think yeah. like Darkin Wanderers. I would yeah. say like yeah. I don't want to call them YouTube teams, but like social media teams yeah. that yeah. have like, yeah. garnered a bit of a following. Obviously, social media with like Sport Bible and sorts of pages like that as yeah. well. Yeah, he's spreading stuff about stories football, and stuff. You know, yeah, like it's stories of like. It was it a few years ago that reserve goalkeeper who had a pie on the bench? Oh yeah, <laughs> what was it stuff like that. Was it for Sutton United? Yeah, he, like, he had a pie on the bench and he got fined for it or something because he was listening. He, he, he got a dump for betting as well, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> he bet himself like for a pie. Did you see that one the other day? And uh, Liam Smith after he knocked Eubank out was uh, playing Sunday League the next day. Oh, oh was, was he? Cool, yeah. yeah, it was on Sky Sports. He was, he was playing Sunday League the next day. I'll tell you what, he, he reeks of a centre mid him, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> doesn't he reek of a centre mid? He plays centre mid, doesn't he? Oh, apparently, he plays, apparently he plays with Adam in an interview. He plays for uh, two teams and he plays number nine for one and centre-back for the other. That's funny, isn't it? Yeah. They were in the cup or something and he was on... Sky Sports, he missed a pen and he went out the cup <laughs> the day after. You'd shit yourself <laughs> up against him, though, wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah. 50-50 against Liam Smith. Nah, I'm all right. Callum's are watching as well. On this group trial, I'm like, oh, I'm not getting involved with that. I bet they don't get a lot of shit, do they, that's it. <laughs> no way. Show a little break, boys? Yeah. Yeah, I want to dive into music, because we're all very, we all have a, a very similar music taste. We're in part two, I want to dive into kind of the 
music in general and also kind of obviously Liverpool got yeah. a huge iconic sort of yeah. um, music scene as well but yeah um, we'll see you in part two Part two, part two, and we are back, people. Um, so we, were, we were briefly talking about sort of kickboxing in the in the break as well. So you, you is it you co-own your gym at the yeah, moment? Yeah, yeah, uh, partly own it. Uh, so we've got two gyms, uh, one in Bootle, one in Fazakli. Um, so yeah, I own. I've got a twenty. I own twenty five percent of it basically. Um, I mostly uh, teach. Well, I teach full time mostly at one of the gyms at the one in Bootle. So. Mm-hmm. So is it kind of um, adults only, or is it adults and kids, or no, is it just a big mix? Mix. So we start classes from three. Three? Yeah. Fuck it off. From, <laughs> from three, right the way through to, like, I think the oldest member's, like, 68 or something like oh, that. that's brilliant. <laughs> and he's yeah, just yeah, whacking yeah. people's heads. I bet he's well hard as well. <laughs> I bet he's well hard. <laughs> so that's Hurricane Combat Fitness, Hurricane based Combat in Fitness, Liverpool, yeah. if yeah. anyone's around that way. Yeah, mental. Um, so, how is the coaching side of it? Like, Good, I really um, enjoy it. Obviously, yeah. I've done it. I started like helping out with classes and stuff, doing bits of teaching from when I was like 14, 15. Yeah, mm-hmm. you trained so, out there at the same yeah, place, don't yeah, you? So. Yeah, I've always I've trained there since I was. I think I've trained in that gym since I was 10, 11, something like that. It's like a second home, that, isn't it, really? So, um, yeah, started helping out with classes when I was like 14. Um, and then it's just progressed, progressed there, basically. Ever since. Yeah. Well, is is that quite? Is that like a natural sort of progression that moving into coaching? Did you see yeah. quite frequently in fighting well, combat sports? Yeah, it, um, obviously it tends to be generally people sort of end up going into coaching when they retire from fighting. But like we were saying before, with the people moving out of the sport because obviously it's not funded or anything, it's not a full time job. A lot of people, what they do is they open their own gyms and they teach full time yeah. along because it's a way it's a career that you can have alongside competing, competing. obviously well, I suppose you know, it allows so. them to do what they love as yeah, well exactly. you, know, you, know, you yeah. put that much time and effort and exactly. dedication to this no. sport you want to keep doing it yeah, you, know, exactly. you can't always do it yourself but if you can get other people into it I imagine it's quite yeah, a, exactly. a rewarding it's, thing to be able to do mm-hmm. it's an enjoyable job to be honest you yeah. know it's better than sitting in an office 95 yeah of course and also on top of that like, what, who's better to train you in a current world champion? Do you know what I mean? Well, like, like, it's always after. But I mean, if you're currently fighting, you're currently sort of learning yourself. Like, that's probably perfect to learn off, isn't it? Really, as a coach. Yeah, I'll just be honest. I'd say it is, and it's not. You know, I think people make the mistake of thinking that if someone's good at something, like for example, if someone's a good footballer or someone's a good boxer or someone's a good or whatever, that they it instantly means that they're going to be a good coach. Yeah, yeah, exactly. separate, completely separate things. You know, you'd only have to look at like some of the best football managers in the world weren't very good players. Like, no, yeah, or you might get the opposite, like yeah, the, the ones opposite, that have tried to go you know, into managing. And yeah, not know, it, you know, it's it's very different, but sort of it's a skill to learn. I think, and mm-hmm. I enjoy it. So I was talking about it with my dad recently as well because I I not really about um, sort of coaching, more about pundits. I don't yeah. understand why. Because someone's played at a high level, they have to be, be no yeah. to talking about. Yeah. Gabby Bongoho. Yeah, doesn't have a clue. <laughs> Fucking clueless. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. clueless yeah. of a man. Who was it? Was it? Um... He was criticising um, Anthony the other night. He's yeah. criticised everyone. Yeah, because he was talking about uh, Jurgen Klopp's management at one point. 
Like, so he was, he was on talk sports, slating you and club management. How do you like, know what you know, it's like to manage a manage a high level team like that? Look at what he's won. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's a it's a piss take. And then people yeah. like Graham Sooners, just because he Stop played at high level, yeah. why is he still there? He makes you you, you have got a couple who are quite knowledgeable, yeah, like Thierry Henrys, people Henry, like that. Neville yeah. and Carragher, Neville and Carragher, Richards. I think Neville and Carragher are both very good. I think I'm biased, but I think especially Carragher. You know, I think. You know, he wasn't the best yeah, player of course, in the world. He's just, <laughs> and, uh, you know, sometimes, especially to, to, it's normal to me, but might not be the easiest to listen to for other people. But I think his football knowledge is... Oh, it's spot on, isn't it? It's spot on. He's very, very good. He's just, he's, you can tell he's a student, so he yeah. loves it. You yeah. Know? Like, um, sorry, like Monday Night Football. Like when they do that deep fantastic. dive, you know, before course, the next yeah, game. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. Like, they're football like, nerds, aren't they? Yeah. yeah, yeah essentially, to yeah. To understand the game at that you know specific yeah. and higher levels yeah. but I completely agree some of them just because you're a footballer it doesn't mean that yeah it's you're pointless you're going to be a good pundit yes. it's like especially in, with, with a nowadays a clickbait stuff like people are oh, saying yeah. the most outrageous yeah. things just, for no yeah. reason yeah. like that some of the people on TikTok there's a City fan right called Boovy he's fucking clueless he does that show with um that Chelsea lad, Rory Jennings. Yeah, and that Lawrence McKenna, yeah, that United fan. Oh that, my that God. That Chelsea one is that, that Rory. The yeah. Yeah. My head in. <sighs> yeah, he does my head in that fella. But, but you know, they don't think that. They're saying it just yeah. for clicks, and it's like, oh, it's just. It's, it's like head in a wall. It's like the uh, is it the sport Bible one where they have them shit over the other side of the Oh, the yes. so agree. Yeah, and sometimes that, yeah. they get good people on. Like some, they've had they had like Carragher and Keane on, yeah. for mm-hmm. example, before a United Liverpool game. But then sometimes they'll have like that Rory kid. Yeah, and you're like, shut up. Sit, just talk. And what's what's the fella from Arsenal fan TV? Oh, Jai. Jai. I do quite like Ty though. <laughs> I just think he's a bit of a likeable guy. He's just he's, he's off his rocker again. He's just again. delusional though, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like, like Arsenal are the best team that is, the best team that ever was, and the best team that ever will be, even if they're seventeenth in the league. Like, yeah, I think Arsenal, Arsenal fans have been through the ringer. They've been through the ringer to be fair to him. So. <laughs> what do you think about like sort of like the fan channels and stuff like that? Because obviously in Liverpool, the Red Ben. Is it Redman TV there? Yeah, I like Huge, that aren't fella. They? What's his name? Um, the guy with glasses? Oh, the bigger lad. The bigger lad. I've seen a big lad on a few yeah. podcasts and he talks yeah, very no, well. he does. He's good, him. I like him. Um, I think, but I'll be honest, I think most of them talk absolute nonsense. Yeah, most of them talk You get the odd one where they are knowledgeable, they know what they're talking about, yeah. then you yeah. get the ones that are just doing it for the trying clicks. to make, yeah, yeah you have some clicks. There's a couple TikToks, because I've got a few TikTok sort of creators that I watch and they're very knowledgeable football. Like people like Tom Garrett. Do you know who Tom Garrett is? No. So he's he's doing a lot of stuff on pitch side at the moment with like Theo Baker and Reeve. Right. And he's just he just knows the game. Like when, yeah. when he's, he brings certain things up and I'm like, I've never thought of it like that. But he played at a fairly high level. He played like non-league. But he's just like a classic brummy lad and he just knows footy. Yeah. And he just takes piss out of people and just laughs at them for when they're wrong. <laughs> Which I do also quite like. <laughs> no, I think you get it with everything, though, don't you? Like everyone thinks they're an expert or something. Yeah, yeah. Who was I was talking to the other? Someone was talking to me. I was we were talking about the Newbank Smith fight, and I'm never gonna claim to be some expert in boxing, kickboxing, and boxing separate things. But obviously, I know a little bit yeah, as opposed yeah, yeah, yeah. to the average person. And I was saying, I think they were asking if I was going out to watch it. I was like, no, because it does my head in. The worst thing you can do is to go out and watch it. 
boxing fight because we, I think, in, yeah, in yeah. the pub you had some jab jab <laughs> 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 oh, you need to eat him just eat him there was my head in honestly one of my biggest pet peeves or like you see them and they're, like they sat there in the chair shadow boxing while the fight's on I mean I, I I was very into that because that, obviously Jack Massey was on here yeah um, oh, yeah, sure, yeah. yeah and I, when I was watching the fight I was I was sat in my bedroom I was like I was really fucking into it like really into it but I I I, I, I wouldn't go to I don't really watch sort of big fights at pubs and stuff I usually just watch them at home yeah, for that reason I, I don't get the people who go physically yeah, I need it, it unless you are ringside spending. I don't see the point you are basically sitting to watch it on TV yeah, in a freezing are. stadium yeah and it's what it's like for, yeah, 100, 100 quid a ticket isn't it it's, it's so expensive it's extortionate I guess you're paying for the atmosphere on you yeah. of course yeah it's, I don't really go to many big fights to be honest yeah, well, I've got the same similar thing is I've got tickets for the darts as well. Yeah, that's the same thing. You yeah, just, yeah, just yeah. paying yeah. 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 literally paying to watch it on the TV, <laughs> listen to Wayne Mardle. That's, all, that's, 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 that's literally <laughs> what you're doing. Uh, I got a lot of shit for the Eubank fight from people at work because I thought Eubank were going to win. And um, I got a lot of shit <laughs> from the work lads. <laughs> the next day they were going on and on and on. I said it. from the start, Smith will stop him. And every, well, not everyone because obviously I'm in Liverpool. Everyone wanted Smith yeah. to win, but so many people thought that it was sort of a mismatch of a fight. And I think in the build-up, you heard Liam talking, and he said if this fight was at 154, which is Liam, what yeah. was Liam's weight class, no one would even question who's going to win. It'd be hands down Liam. He's just, I think, I don't know what happened. Everyone just got it so wrong. You know, it's I think he's a massively just... underrated fighter, Liam Smith. He's... Ebank's just a shit, his dad, isn't he? He's just n- <laughs> he's not as good as his dad. Which is, feel for him. Uh, do, who do you prefer, kind of fighters wise, like Liam or Callum? Who, who do you prefer out of Smith Brothers? For me, it's Callum, I think Callum's mint. I think, I think, I think Callum's class. I think, and he's entertaining, which always helps as well. They're the very different styles, they're both mm-hmm. very good. I like them both, to be honest. Um, I like. Uh, Stephen as well Stephen Smith when he mm-hmm. was fighting I thought his style was very very good but I, I like watching them all to be honest I couldn't really choose between them but I think Liam especially I think he's the mo- one of the most underrated professional boxers out there yeah. I think his style is so clever and the way he moves and the way he does things in there I think it's like small sort of movements and stuff that people won't pick up on Yeah, I, th- I think he's very very good well, Liverpool fighting scene, as I was saying, is just thriving, isn't it? It's yeah, it absolutely is. thriving. We were talking about, we had a few questions in um, online about sort of kickboxing and stuff like that. So, obviously, kickboxing is massive in MMA, big yeah. part of it. So, do you have like a favourite kickboxer in UFC, or do you reckon has been the best? Uh, or? The best is a difficult one. My favourite's Wonderboy Thompson. Oh, in- yeah. now he's another one who's yeah. interesting. What yeah. a character he is. Yeah, yeah. he's. Um, that he comes from the same sort of background and style so mm-hmm. when you were asking before about the style of kickboxing that I yeah. do that's where he comes from and people oh, like nice. uh, so I don't know if you follow like any Bellator Michael Venom Page no I don't really follow Bellator really um, yeah but they're from the sort of same like Raymond Daniels I don't know if you know Raymond Daniels they they come from the same sort of style as me Wonderboy a big fan of open to see him win the title one day yeah so do, does that kind of make you think about potentially moving into stuff like MMA or can you just not be arse learning any of the disciplines because <laughs> no, it's mental in it it's I think it'd be 
No, not to say that I definitely would, but it, now it'd be too late for me. I think I'm twenty four uh, now. I've never done any wrestling, jujitsu, anything like that. You know, I, I, I just get tangled and not. Yeah. So. I was I was gonna ask like, one of the things that has always stood out is the dedication that's required to yeah. to do something at the level you do. Not just yeah. in terms of the physical stuff, you know, the training, the eating, you know, yeah. but the mental yeah. side of it. Because I imagine there's days where you've got you've had to go to the gym at ungodly hours after yeah. doing yeah. being here there and everywhere yeah. and you just gotta go and put the yeah. work in so how do you kind of like you were saying like about Paddy before mm-hmm. whatever he said the post when he gets home from <laughs> training yeah. or whatever like it is literally like because obviously when I'm training for um, like a big event like a world championships it's like sort of routine is wake up five o'clock in the morning go to the gym train till seven go home have some food maybe have like a little sleep um, train again like one two o'clock in the afternoon a couple of hours go home have some food then I'd be back in the gym teaching coaching Fucking all night so it, I'd coach all night I'd finish coaching then I'd train again myself after that oh, late at yeah. night go home Wake up literally all, like man. I'd get home nine o'clock at the night at night say like the earliest and just fall asleep you just knack it constantly on the day. there's mornings when you wake up when you do not want to get up. Yeah. What is that thing that you just sort of... Well, I have to... I used... I sounds stupid, but I was doing this thing. There's a fella from Liverpool who's a UFC veteran, Mark Scanlon, his name is. And he runs a podcast and stuff. And, like, James, he's all about, like, mindset and... Yeah. Stuff like that. His podcast called The 3% Podcast or something. He has some big guests on there. Um but something I heard him saying once because he's big into I think it, like one of the things he says if you win your morning you win your day mm. so he gets up at like 4 o'clock in the morning and starts training sort of to get a head start on everyone else sort of thing um, and he's I can't remember where I heard him saying it but he basically said when he wakes up in the morning he starts counting down from 10 I've heard this you count really? down from 10 when you wake up down in your head from 10 as soon as you hit 1 you've got to be out go. of bed and if you don't, you oh, make your nice. brains kind of. I don't know what I, I yeah. know exactly what you mean. I can't remember the specifics, uh, but the idea is you like yeah. trick your brain. Yeah. Like if you don't do that, you've done something. Yeah. Well, it's very sad. It's very psychological, yeah. isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, you've got yeah. to kind of bit build yourself up. That's what I like. Uh, spe- I, that's what I started doing in this last training camp for the World Championships. As soon as the alarm went off to get up, I'd start counting down and ten from my head, like in my head, and by the time one, I'd have to be out to bed. It's interesting though. It's just what I I always say um, there was a big podcast I listened to I can't remember what it was um, but it was someone like oh how, how can you have a successful day if you don't make your own bed yeah. do you have little uh, things like that things from, from little, um, yeah. it was that Marine fellow wasn't it in oh, the US yes. Marines yeah, and yeah, yeah. a big speech about mm-hmm. how if you make your bed if the first thing you do in the morning is make your bed it's sort of it's setting habits for the day you know yeah. it's your first like productive thing that you've done in the day and it just sets habits for the rest of the day mm. I love yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm. My girlfriend's awful for alarms. She's um, she was setting up. She, she sets an alarm for like half six. Don't get out of bed till half seven. And she's got an alarm every ten minutes. And I, I hate it. I'm, I'm a. Yeah. Set alarm six fifty, six fifty four. I set two, but it's always four minutes afterwards. And that four minutes is, I've got four minutes on my phone. And I get up and I go. So otherwise, I'll just otherwise sit there all morning. Yeah. No, my girlfriend does it with. 
she sets an alarm like 15 minutes before she's got to be up so then she can nah, have 15 see, I do minutes this. I, I, don't, I account for I, two snoozes like, because them two snoozes are incredibly satisfying if I've got to be up at 7 o'clock in the morning I set one alarm for 7 o'clock in the morning and, and you're I'm up, up I, yeah. I can't stand the last thing I want to do is me sleep be disturbed at half 6 when I've got yeah. to be up yeah, at 7 you know, agreed yeah, I, I, I want to after that half hour you know and then so I mean, cool. sleep is the most underrated thing in the world, and I'll yes. stand by it. It's if so I, underrated. If I only were younger as a kid, it was the worst thing in the world. I saw someone, someone post that on Facebook the other day. It was like, can't believe punishment used to be getting sent to bed. Now, now I think about it all day. <laughs> it's good. When, you, when you've had them long sort of days and you've just been knackered, when you get straight in, and you just get in bed and it's just the best feeling in the world. I love watching TV in bed. Yeah, so do I. I think it's just, yeah. it's class. At the moment, I'm watching Happy Valley every mm-hmm. Sunday. Oh, mate, it's the best thing ever, watching that in bed. I, I just, that's the happiest I've yeah. been all week. I like sticking a podcast on me. Oh, you know, nice. I like stick a podcast on or like, you know, like something about the footy, you know. Like just a, sudden, yeah. Like a magazine like football. football. Like yeah, 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 exactly. Like, yeah. Like, rather something where I can just sort of relax and listen to it as opposed to sit there like concentrating on something yeah so what a lot of podcasts you listen to obviously you mentioned the 3% podcast what other ones you listen to to I listen to um, a lot of Joe Rogan's podcasts and it's the classic Mm -hmm. everyone listens to it Um, you know who's got a good podcast Uh, Tony Bellew has he it's called uh, I'm not sure if it's done with BBC Sounds but it's called Tony Bellew is Angry and it's basically about <laughs> anger and things that make you angry and he has all sorts of obviously you imagine the sorts of guests yeah, yeah, yeah. he has massive guests on and they basically talk about what makes them angry it's always a bit like that room 101 isn't it yes yeah, yeah. yeah. that kind of similar I, thing but yeah have you seen I might, I might listen to that, totally. that, 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 that sounds great. like a very good idea I like Tony Bell he thinks he's a good guy yeah Paddy Pimler's just not long started a podcast as yeah. well yeah he got a lot of backlash off his though didn't he after having um, thingy on uh, Dana White Oh yeah, yeah, he got yeah, a lot yeah. of backlash after that, didn't he? I saw he's just had a GSP on his podcast. Metal, he's, like, he's getting some big guests on, so that's pretty cool. Um, but just anything sports related, basically, any yeah. sort of. Are you more towards yeah. sort of like factual sort of? Yes, yeah, anything analysis, sports, discussion, yeah. anything. Peter like Crouch's that. podcast. Oh, fantastic. that's a good. Oh, he's class in it. It's so class. My dear, my dear. <laughs> <laughs> he's so good. He's so funny. I saw him at Kasabian at yeah, Manchester yeah, Arena. Yeah. Fucking massive he is. <laughs> in a group of a lot of lads, and he was massive. I was like, hey, there's Peter Grouch. Yeah. You can't miss him, can you? I was going to say, we've mentioned him a few times. I don't think you'll mind me saying, but he said uh, Paddy Pimler used to come in after you on one of your training sessions. That yeah, that's how I work with. Uh, Paul Reed, uh, strength and conditioning coach. You just don't know if you watched any of Paddy's vlogs and stuff. Yes, like that. yeah, so yeah, he, yeah. He, he was on them. Um, so he sort of does. He works with a lot of MMA guys. Um, he does like basically runs the training camp, sets out the strength and conditioning, does the weight cut for them. Yes. He's, so he's uh, sort of nutritionist, strength and conditioning coach. So, um, I train with a couple of lads that have transitioned over to MMA. So they work with Paul, so I go down and do my strength and conditioning with him. Um, yeah. It's mental, that, isn't it? Yeah. Liverpool is one of them cities where everyone just seems to know everyone, or everybody's. Yeah. 
I always think of the ratings line where everyone's everyone got a cousin who's, who's best mates with Alex Turner yeah. and I'm always like, yeah. I just, that's yeah, the same with Liverpool. The one, in, the one in Liverpool is everyone always says everyone's got some sort of link to the Beatles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's your link to the Beatles? <laughs> See, I'm just going to sound cliche now, but apparently my granddad, um, the Beatles sang happy birthday to him in the cavern. <laughs> what like the fuck? Years and years and years ago, like when they were first starting yeah, out, yeah. you know, in like uh, the 60s or whatever apparently they sang happy birthday to him in there but it just fits into the cliche that everyone has got a link <laughs> to the people at some point Jamie right? Webster always, always has some interesting so he's been on um, the Have a Word podcast quite a lot yeah, that's I, another good one yeah, oh, I, I, I've been a patron for Have yeah. a Word for ages I've, I've, look, I had Finn on here luckily yeah um, but like, I remember Jamie telling a story about when he went to like the deep darks of South America yeah. and he was like, like a gaff and he turned around and there was a fucking skeleton and he was like, what are you doing here? <laughs> Honestly, you know, anyone from Liverpool will tell you this, you'll see a skeleton no matter where you go. You know, like, You're bumping to My mum's recently been to uh, Morocco. Uh, she went to Morocco just after Christmas on holiday she's like oh there's like four scouse couples in the hotel she'd been to New York as well last year she, she was on a uh, bike tour around uh, Central Park she's like oh yeah there was another scouse couple on the this bike tour around <laughs> Central Park it's not well in honestly anywhere you go you'll see someone from Liverpool <laughs> <laughs> Well, we, we, we briefly mentioned about sort of music, didn't we? Because obviously, mentioning the Beatles, Liverpool probably got one of the most iconic sort of music issues, stuff like that. So you're you're into your bands, aren't you? Yeah. Similar to Scarlet. Yeah, yeah. So did you when you're in like your gym, do you sort of mix up your music taste, or is it just literally? No, I, I was, indie, unfortunately, I just have to like put your, like your generic, generic. sort of like dance yeah. music, yeah. And, you know, stuff like that, stuff that people are trained to, you know, can't sort of be like rocking you know like the cure while people are training yeah you know, like, <laughs> that, it well, just doesn't work we know? were having a conversation the other night but about walkouts and yeah you don't really yeah. have a walkout of what you do no. but if you did what would your song be oh it's a tough one do you know what i think would be a cool walkout song don't sit down because i've moved your chair Oh, that, yeah. <laughs> it would be pretty yeah. 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 someone walks out talking among the, yeah, the darts and I don't know who it is it's, it's, it's about the atmosphere in it all like, yeah I think Jack so walked out to Arctic Monkeys on his last fight he yeah. walked out to them but I, I've always said it'd probably be Jerry Cinnamon Cantor or something yeah, like that yeah that'd be a cool yeah, one yeah I just think it's classic like, oh. some of the walkouts are yeah. so iconic so, uh, yeah. Liam Smith started coming out to this place by Jamie Webster yeah, yeah same with um, who else comes out to that is, that is it Paddy who comes out to this place no he comes out to he's talking heads him isn't he yeah, yeah. heads will roll. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, who, who, someone comes out to this. It's Molly. Molly comes out oh, to this place. Yeah, fucking goes off tune. That's all you bang. Yeah, I, I, I proper yeah, like. Do you like Jamie Webster? I don't. I don't mind him. That's right. a no. But <laughs> he makes good music. But he's made. You know, I, he's all right. Yeah, I, I think. I, I think I don't know. I, I like him. He makes some very good music. He's just. I don't want to say he's ripping off Jerry, but I think he's trying to ride a bit of the whole Jerry. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I get that. I don't but I sound controversial. I've, I think I've, I've seen both of them, and yeah. they are very different. They are, they yeah, are both I, quite I, different. I, I can't say that I listen to Jamie Webster loads, so I'm not going to try and come yeah. to conclusions. So maybe I've just not given him time of day. But I think his football stuff has hampered him in other cities. I, I think a lot of people yeah, see said, it as a barrier. He said stuff about 
events that I don't think are very tasteful. Yeah, um, yeah. He's but at the same time, he, he wouldn't be as big as he was if he didn't well, do the no. boss nights and all that no, sort of really. stuff. Well, that's well, the thing. He's got out, wasn't it? He's, yeah. he's, a, he's, he's a he's a cult hero in Ian yeah. Liverpool. That's like we was discussing. He's doing the Waterfront this summer, which yeah, mm-hmm. tickets yeah, it's, it's to, fun, which yeah. is. I don't have a million thousand people got we got 30, 30k but I know it's, it's sold out quick that's going to bounce in that's going to be so you, good if you try putting the same event on in London for him you won't even get anywhere near he it he supported the snuts in he did London. support the snuts yeah but he yeah. supported the snuts and I was like I saw it I was like wow this is yeah. when we've just started just, listening to yeah, the snuts but, and Jamie Webster and he didn't none of his none of a million new songs yeah. in, in London and it's like whenever he plays in Manchester it's just Paul Scouts or Wolves just every, everywhere you look straight away so yeah. though people get they like who they like if they're from yeah. around their way are around their way they're gonna support yeah, yeah it's always in you know I think you see a lot especially with sort of we were sort of talking before before it started how as much as we hate to think it Liverpool and Manchester are very yeah. similar yeah, I yeah. Think yeah they're very similar in the way that they support their own you know yeah like definitely. everyone in Liverpool is behind Jamie Webster which is great and I think it you find someone similar in Manchester, everyone in Manchester will yeah. be behind them, you know. Yeah, the, the, the ones you think are the Cortinas. Yeah, like, Cortinas, yeah. you know. Uh, Blossoms, Blossoms, very stop. And it's more Stockport, but oh, the whole of Stockport yeah. is like right behind sort of Blossoms. Yeah. Ricky Atten's back fighters yeah. as well. I mean, look at that. massive following from Manchester all yeah. over the world, didn't he? Ricky Atten's one of them where everybody's got a story about Ricky Atten. Every about City fan <laughs> has met Ricky Atten. And it's just, you, you, you can't not meet him. I was saying this last night. Yeah. You, you have to go out your way to not meet him if you're a City he's fan. He's very much a not. Well, I don't know, I don't know him, but he seems like very much a normal... Yeah, of course well, he's, he yeah. just happens to be best, one of the best fighters on the yeah, Campbell went to West Hill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Everyone exactly. knows Campbell as well. Yeah. Like, it's such a small world. What sort of music, what sort of bands are you listening to at the moment? Um, I've this is a... Uh, Got loads of hate from this, but Jared knows I'm massive into Oasis. I'm, oh, yeah, I'm yeah. huge into Manchester bands, to be mm-hmm. honest. Like Cortina's Oasis, oh, I think the Manchester, like, like the Roses, don't yeah, the Roses, Roses, yeah, Smiths, I think, sort of yeah, the Smiths, the Roses, the Who, just sort of a lot of like sort of nineties. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, one, yeah. it's one of the things we bonded over initially. Yeah, it? yeah, it was. Yeah, it was music, well, like, we've been to see been, Liam Gallagher a couple of times together. Yeah. Good one at the cricket ground. Yeah, a few years ago, that were a bit of a day out. Bit of a day out. We so say we we were in courtyard. Yeah. Which is a bar in Manchester, quality place. For about twelve o'clock, I want to say. We were there fucking early. Spoons in, in, in near your house in my house before. <laughs> <laughs> you came over from Liverpool that morning. You dropped your bags and we were back out the door. And we went down to the cricket ground all day affair yeah was you good. went home and we went 42 yeah I know I'm so happy I went home that was a fucking great decision from me my hair was grim my hair was I stunk and I just felt grim brilliant what sort of what, what, what the best sort of gigs you've been to then would you say that Liam Gallagher that one that Liam Gallagher one was well up there. I saw I went to Leeds Festival in 2017. Eminem was yeah, headlining. We oh, I went, we yeah, were, we were. Yeah, we were there. That, that was unbelievable. Yeah, the, years, the year before that, 2016, uh, Chili Peppers were... Yeah. We were there as well. The two Leeds Fest that we've done. Yeah, me too. That, that was a good one. Um, all the Liam Gallagher ones that I've been to were class. Uh, two-door cinema club. Quality. You love two-door, like, don't yeah, you? Probably way two-door. We went out to Monkeys a few years ago yeah, in Sheffield. In Sheffield, so that yeah, that was, that was class. Mad, that was good, it? Um, I'm 
I'm very much looking forward to seeing Jamie Webster in Liverpool. Mate, you'll you'll love it. Yeah. He's he's very good, and he'll have some good support as well because he's yeah. got quite a lot of mates in the scene as well. Yeah. Um. So he'll have some good supports definitely. I think you've been to probably more gigs than me. Mm. So you you you're sort of like top to gigs. Every gig he's <laughs> <laughs> uh, ever been. Liam at the cricket ground were good. Um, when we saw Kasabian a few years ago at Manchester oh, Arena. Oh, Arena. I think that was about 2017. It was fucking um, class, mate. That, that was, was shit up, wasn't it? Me and my mum went to see Paul Weller, who was the lead oh, singer nice. of the Jam. Oh, nice. And Jackie Gal. Abbott. Uh, no, is, he is it Paul Heaton. Oh, Paul Heaton, sorry. No, yeah. Paul Weller was the lead singer of the Jam. My mm-hmm. loves the Jam, so we got tickets for a birthday. And that was over in Halifax. Nice. It was like this, I don't know what it was. I think it was like an old courtyard. So it's like this square with a stage in the middle, like loads of seats and stuff. Proper nice place. I think it's called the Peace Hall. Oh, nice. They've got a few more on. I think they've got like UB40 this summer. That'd be class. Chilling to Red Red Wine. It'd be so it was, just, it was just such a nice venue that I said, like, if it was ever someone even remotely wanted to see. Because they get like, I don't want to call them like... Rep- more like nostalgia, nostalgia sort of yeah, music. like people who, you know, they've, they've been around for a long time and they're probably on the decline. I think they've got, you know, Sting from the police yeah, yeah, doing yeah. it. So, like, for a lot of people, like, bucket list ones. Yeah. bit so, different from what our, you know, bucket list would yeah. be. But. Yeah. So, you do was very good. It was when we went to the cricket ground, uh, Richard Ashcroft. Oh, yeah, oh he's yeah, class. I saw, I saw him at, uh, Agreed. Yeah, I agree massively. Really like Richard Ashcroft. I think I think he's class. He's he's a kind of a step above. There's a few bands who I think are a bit of shit who always seem to get this support in. Charlotte's being one. I yeah, think Charlotte's a wank. I just think they're boring. I just yeah. think I just think they're boring. But like, Richard Ashcroft was I'm excited for Sabian in London as well. That's yeah, we're very, going very down to London next month. We're watching the we Snooks and the ca- the K's in there as well. We haven't figured out the specifics, but yeah. tickets are bought, so we'll figure out the rest. Yeah. <laughs> Have you listened to the K's? No. I'd recommend the K's. Yeah. They're, real, they're, they're on the up at the moment, yeah. and they are... The lead singer can sing. Yeah. Uh, he's shit hot. We've we, we brought it up briefly, but Oasis. Yeah. And there have been more and more murmurings of the years gone on of will they ever do it? You know, Noel and Liam both yeah. seem to no. slightly think about it. If Liam yeah, more if so it, than Noel, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Because obviously they both got outstanding solo careers with you know with Noel Gallagher's I Flying Birds and what Liam's done as a solo artist. But if they ever did it, how much would you be willing to pay for a ticket? Oh, I'd easily, I'd, I'd easily go up, upwards of two, yeah. two fifty, three hundred quid. I would pay for that. Easy drop five hundred yeah. quid on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. because you just, I think it'd be one of the most anticipated. Yeah. Not anticipated, most. In but demand. where would they do it? You'd reckon they do Nebworth or Nebworth fucking shit show in it. Yeah, because we went to he did the Etihad last summer, just gone, and we had tickets for Nebworth all of us. Yeah, we sold them. We binned them off because. From all accounts, Nebworth is an absolute nightmare yeah. to get Shit show, isn't it? It is, it is a shit show, It's in the middle of nowhere. Apparently, people, you could camp or you could try and get a train home, yeah. and then there wasn't any. Here's one yeah. for you with the headline Glastonbury. Oh. So they won't get enough money for it, though. No, that that, that, would, that would annoy it, me, though, because we wouldn't be able to go. fuck's sake. But I think if they did come back, I think it would be they'd headline a festival and then do like uh, five, five, five or six nights yeah. somewhere I can they do that probably in Edworth sort yeah. of yeah. area don't get me wrong I don't think it's going to happen no yeah, I'm not holding out hope but, but we discussed briefly as well about prices for them like they're getting ridiculous now yeah. no joke aren't they you, I mean, and like we mentioned it briefly with ticket tells for 
for football. Well, like, music's even worse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. Like, I saw people, it's obviously not our music, but like big ones like Harry Styles, Taylor Swift. Not only are the tickets like three figures flat, touts are flogging them yeah. for like thousands and yeah. thousands. Don't announce the tour and see Beyonce. Yeah, oh, God, yeah. Like, oh my God, that's going to be a nightmare, isn't it? For like a, a Drake as well, when Drake last tour, I remember seeing something about the price of the tickets. Ridiculous. I say one of the things I don't like, I think more and more, I don't call them, them kind of artists, but they've started doing separate tickets for where you're allowed to go if you're standing. Yeah. So you know, like when yeah, we've like been tiered, to, yeah, when we've been to the cricket ground, it's got mm-hmm. like the stage, the front and it's bit. got like a circle, and yeah. the rest of you, and if you're like one of the first what 20,000 people to go up to that front bit and get a wristband you could go in but they started doing it now where you can pay significantly more, more to, yeah, to just get, get into there. that and I think I think Harry Styles did it and obviously because he can you, he had like even more so like it had like the stage coming out and then it yes. branched off yeah, and you could yeah. stand like in between the I don't know like the offshoot of the stage mm-hmm. like fetching ridiculous money for him and I know he can do it it's Harry Styles he's going to sell him yeah, I, I do think he's. I'd like to see Harry Styles. I, I think, think Harry Styles is class. Yeah. I, think I think he's, he's good. I, I think he's very good, but I think the but he's good pint as well. I bet he'd be a good pint, good person to have a pint with. Do you know? I always think it'd be a class person to have a pint with Ed Sheeran. Oh yes, he's, agreed. Yeah, he seems, he seems agreed. All right, Ed. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Man's John Stones as well. I say he's a lot. But I love John Stones. <laughs> I know. I'd love to have a pint with Andy Robertson. Oh, Robbo, bet he's got some yeah, fucking got stories some story in. Him. Yeah. Unbelievable to go out drinking with. Imagine him and Pickford. <laughs> That's a thing. How many scraps you have in the fucking yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean you, you, you'd, you'd be, be safe, wouldn't you? <laughs> well, that was class. Really enjoyed that, boys. We'll wrap it up there. Um, Shout out your um, your gym, please. Yeah, Hurricane Combat and Fitness. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, Facebook. Uh, yeah, it's just, literally that's the name. Hurricane Gone Man Fitness on both. Just have a look if you're in the area. Get yourselves down. Definitely. Well, it will be all linked in the description anyway, um, as well. And also your personal page. You're just Daniel Wigglesworth. Yeah, it's, uh, I think it's Daniel Wigg underscore nine eight or something on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. It'll, it'll all be linked down yeah. below anyway. But thank you for coming on. Really enjoyed no, that. No, it was a pleasure. It was class, class, class. Um, and thank you, Jared, as well, for coming on for the first time. Me. Absolute I'm, pleasure. I'm very, very glad you. <laughs> Definitely not. Uh, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe on YouTube if you're listening on Spotify. Give us a five star review. Um, show Dan some love and show Hulking Combat Fitness some love as well do a big favour coming down and we shall see you next week thank you thank you thank you very much